Welcome to Solo Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your solo cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Solo Cleaning School podcast. Put up your fists, but don't fight Google or Facebook. Fight to pay for lunch. In this episode, I have an important lesson to share from a new friend of mine in the digital marketing space on the power of Facebook and Google. Eric Leyland is a consultant with Reach Local. He understands the online landscape more than almost anyone that I know. He's a new member of the MCBA local business networking group that I attend every Tuesday morning here in the Philly area. And I had a chance recently to listen to a presentation he shared on the work that he does. And me being a podcaster and always looking for cutting edge information on digital strategy, I asked lots of questions because I did want to learn a lot more about the topic and especially on the trends he's seeing in 2021 or what he projects for 2021. So here's a couple bullet points. I'm just going to read you these. Bullet point number one, Google drives 85% of all online traffic and still dominates the online search landscape. Bing is a far behind number two. And the only reason they're number two is because Comcast uses them as their default search engine. But ironically, Bing uses Google ad platforms. They don't even have their own. DuckDuckGo is a popular one that's coming around lately. But gosh, that's way, way down the totem pole. Bottom line, Google will continue to dominate. Here's what Eric said. If you're not visible on Google, you're not visible. Bullet point number two, Google My Business is a free way to create SEO for your business through images, reviews, articles, and deals. Ads are an excellent paid option as well to generate leads. Bullet point number three, Eric says you should be investing 3 to 5% of revenue into marketing for average returns. Now, this is not for solo cleaning companies. This is for, in general, for growing businesses that are scaling with employees. I believe a solo cleaning company has a different strategy. But to those people that are listening to this that are growing teams in the cleaning business, Eric says 3 to 5% of revenue into marketing for average returns. 8% of revenue invested into marketing is aggressive and 3% would yield slow growth. Invest 60 to 70% of this marketing budget on digital. So 60 to 70% is around two thirds into digital, one third in person. This is what the large companies are doing in 2021. Hmm, large companies are doing it. That's their numbers. They're getting larger. Maybe we could steal a page from their book. Again, solo cleaners, this is my point of view. I personally believe that you do the mix of online digital marketing and in-person in networking, but I don't believe you necessarily have to pay for the ads and the ad spend. You can do the Google My Business profile, the Facebook profile. You can go in the different free groups and you can generate the lead you need. Why? Because a solo cleaning company can make $50,000 profit with about 20 clients. So you don't need to have a marketing budget to get 20 clients. Just go get a couple a month for a year to two and you are set. 
with $50,000 in profit. Sound good? Good. The last bullet point from Eric, Facebook is similar to Google. They have 223 million users in the United States alone. Out of 331 million people, did you hear me? 223 million users in the U.S. out of 331 million people. That's 67% of the U.S. is on Facebook. If you take away people over 80 and kids under like six, you're probably looking at 80% of the U.S. population is on Facebook. A business page is free on Facebook and it allows you to create interest for your product or service for free. And again, just like Google, ads on Facebook are an excellent paid option as well. Now, here's my takeaway. Eric's teaching that day was very helpful. I was thankful he shared the trends and the stats for 2021 in the digital marketing space. Here's what I say. If you want to be found in your cleaning business, you have to be on Facebook and Google as they represent 60% of the country for Facebook users and 85% of all online searches. And you can access both of these gigantic companies and conglomerates and dominating social media giants for free. That's right. Facebook, two-thirds of the entire U.S. is on it. You can access it for free. Google, 85% of all online searches, you can access it for free. Now, you can do the paid options, but I do highly encourage you, Facebook business page, a personal page, and Google My Business profile. You can buff those up. It is a great thing to do. Check out my prior episode, Google My Business Rocks, as an example. All right, that was quick and to the point. Now, let's dive more into my own solo cleaning business. I have used digital marketing to grow my solo cleaning company in 2020. I tried everything but focused on Facebook and Google My Business digitally while attending local networking to round out my marketing strategy. I didn't use any paid advertising and grew my company by $60,000 in revenue in 2020. Going forward, I plan to continue. I did get an idea this past week that I want to share because I think it'd be useful and helpful to see how I go about connecting with people in person versus all the online stuff because this still works very effectively. I originally had this idea in 2019, but I just never did it. I'm the only cleaner in a 300 to 400 member chamber of commerce. Many of the members know who I am since I've been helpful and serving and leading webinars in 2020 for the chamber, but I figured that the majority do not know me. Sure, I could cold call them, cold email them, and try and fleece them for business, but I don't operate like that. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a list of all the members, and I'm going to narrow that list down to members that have an office that is a good fit for my office cleaning company. These are buildings under five to 6,000 square feet that need weekly cleaning or less. That's very specific. It's my niche for office cleaning. Once I have the list completed, I'll send emails with personal videos to the owners or contacts through the chamber to say hi, to introduce myself, see if there's anything I could help them with as far as cleaning tips, but really just an introduction. From there, I'll see who has any interest in connecting back with me. If they don't respond, they're not interested. 
If they do, or maybe even with a video, they are interested in connecting with me. I'm not going to say, hey, can I clean for you? Or can I get you an estimate? No. Then what I'm going to do is I'll schedule Zoom calls or breakfast meetings with the ones who want to get to know me more and connect. They're called one-on-ones in networking language. Then I'll add these new friends that I've done one-on-ones with to my twice-monthly newsletter to keep them informed on news and tips in cleaning. I'm guessing out of the three to 400 members, around 150 of the members would fit into my demographic. So that's a smaller number. That makes it easier to connect. Now it's gonna be a lot of work to send 150 emails and there might not even be 150 emails I can find, but I'll do my best and maybe I can get 120 emails. And it's gonna take some time, maybe 10 a week. It takes me three months, so be it. But look what happens. I wouldn't be surprised if out of those 150, 120, that 30 will want to have a Zoom call or a one-on-one meeting at a breakfast to get to know each other better and see how we can help each other. This is very common amongst business owners locally. And those 30, I'm not going to say at the end of our call, hey, let me do business with you. Let me give you an estimate. They might ask me for one. That's fine. My only ask is hey, I really enjoyed connecting with you. I do a newsletter twice a month with great tips on cleaning, other trends in the marketplace for cleaning. Would you be interested or would you let me put you on that list? Sure, Ken, love to be on the list. Who's gonna say no after we've gone through that much and we've connected? I'm not trying to sell them anything. I'm building friendships, getting them on my list. Who knows from there? Those 30 could be 10 clients. And if my average client, which it is, between $500 to $800 per month, in the future, those 10 clients out of these 30 could be worth over $60,000 in revenue per year. That is pretty amazing. And either way, new clients or not, I make new friends. Win-win. Another update for my business. I attended the second Total Life Freedom Philly Meetup event in King of Prussia a few weeks ago. To get a little background for the story, go back and check out the episode Allow a Giver to Give, where I shared how my friend John Stange paid for our lunch last time. I was determined to pay for this one, but I was thwarted. I told Stange early on that I'm getting this one, and he said, that's fine. Then I called the waiter. I'm trying to be pretty cool, pretty suave, low-key. I said, come here a sec. He came close. I said, hey, I'm going to pay the bill. Bring that over to me when it's ready. He said, well, actually, someone called in already and paid for the meal already. Uh, hmm. Some other giver got to lunch first. How? You're going to see how this game of Clue is about to unfold. Are you ready? (laughs) Shortly after, John Shuckman stole away to the bathroom and attempted to pay, just like I did. He admitted later he was thwarted too. Then the hostess came over and said this, I have some really good news. Someone called in the restaurant and said to pay for the table with the guy with the hat on. Now we're all perplexed. She pointed to Shuckman. Shuckman is positive that I paid since he listens to this podcast and I told you all in that episode that I was going to find a way to pay for this next meal. The whole table thought Shuckman paid as the waitress pointed to him as the guy with the hat. Here's the kicker. I didn't pay and neither did he. 
It was a big game of pay-for-lunch clue. There were five at the table. John Stangi paid last time, and I told him that I was paying. He said, fine. It wasn't him unless he paid already and didn't mention that detail to me. That's a clue. I didn't pay. I know that. <laughs> Even though I wanted to, I tried. Shuckman didn't pay. He tried. I know that. Desha didn't pay, as she's brand new to Total Life Freedom, and she had no idea about the pay-for-lunch clue game that was unfolding. So there's number two and number three. Then there's Emily Bruner, innocent Emily in the corner. She lives the closest to King of Prussia. She picked the restaurant, she made the reservations, and she didn't say a word the whole time that we were trying to figure out who paid. Except at the end, she said it wasn't her. That's a clue. Just like in real Clue, every one of the people at the table highly suspected another, but nobody could prove it. John paid last time. Would he do it again? I told him I was going to pay, and he said fine. So maybe it wasn't him. Desha, she's brand new to TLF. She doesn't know about the game. She's out, right? Quiet Emily, innocent Emily, she booked the place. She could have also paid ahead of time. Right? But then she said she didn't do it. Shuckman, the loud guy at the table, the fun-loving guy at the table, sneaks out to the bathroom, tries to pay the bill. He didn't pay. He claims he didn't pay. He could have been the one to call in. He's the one with the hat. Something is suspicious with Shuckman. But he says he didn't do it. Maybe he did. That covers all the people. And I told you about me already. I know I didn't do it. But there's other dimensions here. Because here's the wild card. What's the deal with the hat? John is a member of a local church, and that hat was part of the men's group. It's like an underground Illuminati club that John Shuckman's a part of at his church. <laughs> there very well could have been another member of this underground Illuminati church group at the restaurant that day. Maybe they saw the man with the hat, recognized him, pulled the cell phone out, called the restaurant, and said, pay for the guy with the hat pay for the whole table. That could have happened. It's possible, yet unlikely, but possible. There's also Vincent Puglisi, the leader of Totally Freedom. He is conveniently in Florida with an airtight alibi, so he couldn't be there. But could he have called in the payment with five members from his own mastermind at the same place? He's a huge giver and a very likely and suspicious theory. It's very possible. But we asked the question, but Vincent, he's in Florida. Does he know we're here? John Stongy said, well, I did tell him we were all going out to lunch today. And we asked, well, did you tell him where we were going? I don't think so. But I think Shuckman piped up and said, wait a minute. We had a call with Vincent on Zoom yesterday. I think he might have got it out of us where we were going. Interesting. We quickly came to the determination that Vincent did know where we were going to lunch, and he knew the location. We asked him afterward and got nothing. As of this recording, for this podcast, the anonymous bill-paying phone call is unknown. All I wanted to do was to pay for this thing at lunch. And I know it's a fun story. We don't know who paid, but really, it doesn't matter. Because here's the part that's super cool. This is what life is like when you hang out with successful giving entrepreneurs. We fight over who gets the privilege of paying for lunch, okay? 
And the question I have to you is maybe that's why they're successful because they're givers. So let me just tie this all together. Stop fighting Facebook and Google. Make lots of money from your cleaning business. Then you can play pay for lunch clue with your successful giving friends that are entrepreneurs. How about that? Have an awesome week. Thank you for listening to Solo Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.